Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard, and my co-host, Emily Howard. And today we're going to be going into therapy and what that looks like in a family and why it helps and questions that kids might have. Our last episode we had on Alex Charfin, an amazing entrepreneur who had to declare bankruptcy and then later on went on to build an amazing successful business that has really helped him and his family and he has made a huge impact in the world. So definitely go and listen to his inspiring story of how he overcame all of those obstacles. But then he also talked about in that episode about how his kids needed to go to therapy. He, him and his wife needed to go to therapy after the bankruptcy, after everything and kind of um, heal and rejuvenate themselves after going through such a traumatic event because it's hard. Financial struggles definitely play a role in all of the areas of our life. And so um, there's lots of things that you can learn from that episode. So definitely go back if that's something that you want to be able to make sure that you're helping your family move forward in abundance if you've experienced that scarcity um, situations or mindset. So now let's dive into therapy. So Emery said that she had some questions. So let's go ahead, Emery. What are your questions on therapy? Um, why do you need therapy and how do you get therapy? Well, let's just start on how you need therapy. Okay. Why do you? So why do you need therapy? Great question. So um, when I was little and well, like 16-ish is when I first started hearing about therapy. And at the time, therapy was kind of the stigma of only the really helpless people need it. Only those who are not capable of handling things on, on their own need it. Um, that have severe mental problems. But since then, luckily, now we know a little bit more about therapy. So therapy is really a resource for anyone who wants to be able to talk openly to another person and kind of digest their own thoughts, make sense of the map and the uh, mumble jumble that's in their heads. But there's also a lot of different kinds of therapy too, that are specific for different things. So for my depression, I went to a lot of um, therapy sessions where I just talked about things that had happened, what my thought process is, and they would give me tools and feedback on how to um, Im improve my mental stability, improve like the, the patterns of thinking inside my own head, right? That kind of like what I've taught you about, like depression, doesn't have to be a weakness. It doesn't have to be your stumbling block. It can be a resource to help you improve in life, right? So, but then there's also been like for PTSD, that therapy for PTSD, like EMDR. Do you remember me ever talking about that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, EMDR is 
eye movement desensitization EMDR recognition. <laughs> eye movement desensitization uh, recognition. I believe. What's <laughs> desensitization? Yeah. So, um, and I believe that's <laughs> that correct. Uh, how you say the acronym, but go and look it up <laughs> to make sure if you want to know more. Um, but basically what it is, is it's a form of hypnotherapy. So, mm. you know, like being hypnotized. Oh, yeah. So it's a form of that. Now, it doesn't make you balk like a chicken and it doesn't take over your body and mind so completely like hypnosis does. Okay. But everybody has a rhythmic part of our body that going swaying back and forth when a baby's crying right? Makes you, you do that to calm their nerves, to help them soothe, right? Babies cannot soothe themselves and their parents and those, their caregivers are the only ones that can help them soothe. And so rocking back and forth is one of our rhythmic abilities that we just have built into us to help us calm and soothe and, and to heal from a traumatic experience or emotions. So EMDR is a kind of hypnosis therapy that doesn't take over your mind. All it does is help tap into that rhythmic back and forth um, device that we have built inside of us to help us soothe and to process memory and information better. Okay. Because with EM, with PTSD, what that is, is, um, memories from the past are constantly on replay and you can't ever put them down. You can't ever put them away. You can't stop thinking about them. They just constantly are going because your brain's like, I still don't know what to do with this information. It doesn't make sense. Nothing here adds up. Please figure out like how you're going to deal with this and what you should do. And so the worst situations in your life just sit there playing in your mind and it makes it really hard to enjoy things. So with the MDR, it that rhythmic patterns and those um, uh, ability to tap into that hypnosis uh, rhythm inside of us that helps your own brain be able to put the pieces together in a way that's like that's soothing instead of thinking about it in a way that is just repetitive and constant. So that's anyways. That's kind of a lot of what, any other questions with that? Um, so it's like... Talk into the microphone though, remember. So it's like they're hypnotizing therapy that's bad. I don't get it. Yeah. So there, there are stages. There are like, um, oh, what's it called? Performances. There we go. There are performances where people will get up and they will hypnotize somebody. And that kind of hypnosis is a very, can be a very deep hypnosis where they will, they can make you, I've seen things like they can make you run around on all fours. And then when they bring you out of that hypnosis, you had no idea, no memory of ever doing that. Or one that I've seen too is they have, made somebody forget the number zero or, or what was it for? Yeah. You remember seeing that one? Yeah. Where she, yeah, she couldn't remember the number four. She was like one, two, three, five, six. And 
they're like, are you counting right? And she's like, of course I am. And they kept doing it over and over and over. And then they brought back that memory of the number four. And then they showed her the video and she couldn't believe that she had just done that. Right. So that's a deep kind of hypnosis. That's something that I personally kind of creeps me out. I don't want somebody to be in my head that much and be able to control that part of the functioning of my brain. I want to be in full control of my own brain. So that is why I made the distinction between um, the hypnot. It's a hypnosis therapy in the sense that it taps into the soothing rhythmic part of your body, not taps into the controlling of your brain. You make, see the difference? Yeah. Okay. Great question. What other questions do you have? Um, how do you know where therapy or what, like, how do you find out where the best therapy is? Like, what, how do you get to therapy? Ah, good question. So it's just like going to the doctor. That's the first stage when you're first looking into therapy is you go to the doctor, you tell them what's going on, why you would like therapy, and they can give you a list of recommendations, a list of different resources and options and different kinds of therapy. So some people, there's even um, like physical therapy. What do you think that is? Um, it's where your, your, your body is weak. Like if you go into a coma, if you get into a coma and then you wake up, your body starts out weak again. So you need to have physical therapy to be able to run and mm -hmm. build up that muscle. Yep, exactly. So your body needs the therapy to help it function properly again. And our brain needs that same kind of therapy. But I'm really excited because very soon I'll be having uh, an amazing guest and there's something coming. I can't tell all the details yet, but it's all about different kinds of therapy, because that is something that I have actually, I've had a lot of struggles with and I've really wanted to kind of break this mystifying idea for a lot of people, because a lot of the time, like for me, when I first started therapy, it was, I got a therapy class or I got a, a therapist. And then after that therapist, it, we weren't a good match. And so I tried another one and I tried another one and I tried another one. And I just kept, after trying so many, I felt like I'm broken. Something's wrong with me. And I kind of gave up for a while. And then I went back and I kept trying different therapists and there are different calibers of therapists. There are different, um, um, genres of what kind of therapy to seek. And there's so many more resources out there that, I am only beginning to scratch the surface of. And so there's there's some really cool things coming. So stay tuned for that. But anyways. Will keep, I be there? Will you be there for what? That, what whatever you were just talking about. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, you'll be there for part of it. But um, yeah. Part? We'll, we'll, we'll okay. be talking more about this. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah. Any other questions on therapy? Uh, no. Okay. So one of the things though that I want to highlight again and go back to is the question of why do you need therapy? And 
again, I want to just, I want anybody who is listening and has thought about therapy and wondered if that is too weird or if they're overreacting or any of the questions or concerns that go off inside of our head that keep us from acting um, on something that could possibly help us. And because we're worried of just the stigma that can go with it. And therapy is such an amazing resource that if you need somebody in your life to be able to talk to, it's a great place to start and a great place to figure out how to have hard conversations that you've maybe been afraid to have before. So it's not just for depression. It's not just for PTSD. It's for anything that you feel like you are bottling up inside and it, you need to be able to get it out and you're not sure how. It's a great place to start. And some people do it once or twice and that's all they need. And other people do it for years and other people do it off and on. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And you do not have to stick with the same therapist. Um, you can you can very much shop around, so to speak, and figure out the one that aligns best with you. Another thing, though, for those who are listening and have friends who go to therapy or have friends who do struggle with depression or PTSD or any other myriad of mental illnesses, um, one thing that I, I would hope to clarify is therapy is amazing and it's a great resource, but when your friend is confiding in you and trying to be open with something that they're going through, saying that that's a great thing to ask your therapist or take that to the therapist, or I'm not a therapist. I don't know how to handle this. Those kinds of um, the comebacks, so to speak, are not going to help you or your friend because although therapy is amazing, that person is not your, your dear friend. Therapy is supposed to be able to help us create relationships in our lives. They are not there to replace them. So if your friend is confiding in you and you don't know how to handle that situation, it's okay to tell them, I'm not sure how to handle this. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say, and I'm not sure how to help you. And here is the change, the key part of let them know that you would like to. Let them know, like ask them. How can I support you? What can I do? Or say, I'm reading a book right now and I'm learning lots. And one of the things it said was to try this. And so can I try it with you? Or however you want, wherever stage you are at, let them know that it's important to you, that you want to understand them. You want them to be open. You want them to be able to talk with you. Because again, therapy is an incredible resource but we are all missing the mark and we're all missing the benefits of it if we cannot talk to each other and our friendships and our families if we are not there for the people that are closest to us because we're not a therapist. That's that's defeating the whole purpose. We're, therapy is there for us to be able to strengthen our relationships and our friendships. So anyways, on that side note, uh, on that last note, um, I think we will leave you unless Emery, there's anything else that you would like to add. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Well, we will see you all later and thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.